You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a very interesting episode of Ask Drone You as we once again talk about government overreach. One of my favorite things, Rob. (laughs) To thwart. Yes. Well, it just sucks, though, that we're in this kind of period of time where and if you're if you lean left, I'm sorry, but this is the the reality of the issue. But um, we see a lot more. I mean, Republicans do it, too. They're both guilty, frankly, where they try to pass something or they do pass something knowing they can't do it, but they do it anyway just to get it tried in court to see if it'll stand up. And then we have to deal with that until it goes through the legislative system, which um, as Americans, I think we have the right to protest. And so I think this is just another example of how, you know, the federal government made it really clear who has control of the airspace, who can do what. We saw North Carolina uh, violate that. The feds have never come down on North Carolina. And um, but because of existing or pre-existing federal regulations, I've never followed the North Carolina uh, rules of having to register your drone and get their drone license. When the FAA makes it extremely clear that the only people who can create regulations for the airspace is the Federal Aviation Administration. This was done through the Commerce Clause by Congress. And once again, we have a left-leaning state trying to do something that they do not have the authority to do. And North Carolina, and I've even spoken to the administrator, the chief of the NCDOT, who said, but don't you see how creating our own registration system could actually help us create a safer environment to do trials for more advanced operations? And it's like giving up freedom for the quote-unquote veil of security is a farce and it is a falsehood. We don't have to give up one for the other. It doesn't work that way. And also the law is very clear on what you can and cannot do. So uh, we'll get right into today's question and uh, just say that, you know, when it comes to state regulators trying to implement control over the airspace, uh, just know they can't, like they literally can't. So, um, Anyway, long story short, I think that this will be an interesting show to say the least, but I also think it'll be fairly quick. Hi, Laska Golden here calling from the state of Washington. I just accidentally found out by scrolling the internet yesterday that the Washington State Department of Transportation is now asking for all professional Part 107 pilots to register their drones with the state of Washington. This was a huge surprise. I heard nothing about this on any podcasts anywhere or, you know, neither did the state of Washington contact me. Is this a trend we're going to start seeing? Is there more legislation on the books? Hey, thanks for all you guys do. I'll show you my crashes real soon. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for the question. We look forward to the the crashes. We always... um 
I'm just going to say it. We always love seeing those. We don't wish that upon anybody. We don't want y'all crashing, except that everybody crashes. Well, I actually, I applaud her because yeah. I, as drone pilots, we all know if someone says they haven't crashed, they're probably lying. So Or they haven't tried hard enough. <laughs> right with the knife. Ooh, <laughs> uh, I agree, Rob. So I, uh, I think a lot of people will be surprised maybe to you to, for you to lay that knife down instead of me, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no comment. Anyways, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's disconcerting, I think, at best. But I think I'll start with kind of her last question, and that is, um, is this a trend that we're going to see? If I had to guess, I'm going to say yes, that there's certainly going to be states trying to do this, at least those that are sort of bent the way that Washington is bent. Well, and I mean, if you look at it, why? Because they're trying to raise money because they're broke. It's all about tax. Because they literally can't manage their own funds. Well, and it's also, I think, if I had to guess, speculate, because it is not applicable to hobby or recreation pilots, but only to commercial pilots, it's to its tax money as well. One another way to connect and make sure they're getting their tax revenue. In addition, I mean the registration is only five bucks, so they're not going to get rich off that. But yeah, we've seen that whole strategy before, though. Of oh, it's only five dollars. It's only this. It's only that. Yeah. How about no? How about a big fat no? Okay. Now in our drone pilot field kit, if you're a drone member, you have access to the drone pilot field kit. In the Drone Pilot Field Kit, you will find the FAA's memorandum to state legislators and to state governments, county governments, city governments, etc. And in that memorandum, it very specifically says you cannot create a drone registry at a state basis, including you cannot create a licensure or a way to get licensed for drone pilots as a state. This is a federally regulated gosh, this just pisses me off every time I hear this. Um, it's like classic government overreach. We're going to try to do this thing until someone sues us and then we'll stop doing it. Um, and honestly, it's it's kind of pathetic because I've seen so many uh, legislators not really do their research, which is funny because Rob pulled up the uh, Washington uh, Department of Transportation's website. And literally, there is a link to the federal regulations, which showcase you need to be federally registered, etc. On that same freaking page, literally, it has FAA memorandums for state governing authorities on what they can and cannot do. And dear Washington, dear state of Washington, my name is Paul, and I would respectfully like to say you cannot do this. Um, because there is only one body that controls the airspace. It is the FAA. Because if we had all the states trying to do their own stuff in the airspace, could you imagine how hard air travel would be? How hard it would it would actually be to uh, to buy tickets for it to go to any given place when you've got these tables of what how you have to pay for everything. It just creates a, a conundrum of complexities that are not necessary. And um, so that said, um, yes, federal law does preempt the use. It's yeah, very clear in the supremacy clause. And it's an interesting dichotomy because there is definitely some validity to states' rights that I think we would both believe in, right? Sure. But the supremacy clause very clearly does say that if there's a conflict, the federal law preempts the state law. And I haven't dug in enough to know if there's that sort of conflict here, but a 
you, I mean, you seem to think there definitely is. Oh, yeah. If I were living in Washington, which I don't live in Washington, which I have actually made a rule to not travel or spend money in any states uh, that lean left because um, they have ruined our economy. They have ruined and stomp on the our Constitution, our Bill of Rights. And so I'm voting with my money. I'm not going to spend money in California. I'm not going to spend money in New York. I'm not going to spend money in New Jersey. Like there's a lot of places I absolutely refuse to go to because I'm voting with my dollars. And I'm saying that like it is not okay what you are trying to do. And I know a lot of other people who are doing the same thing. Um, And that said, it makes you wonder. I mean, just yesterday there was a report out by one of the government agencies showcasing how certain states handled COVID protocols. The top 15 states, 13 of them were run by Republicans. The top five, well, yeah, you guessed it, Florida's in the top five. Surprisingly, though, Utah was number one. Um, I don't know if that's surprising, but carry on if you know anything about them. I I, I probably don't have enough information, to be honest with you. Um, but that said, when it's these same states that really try to get their hands into things and do things without doing the research or blatantly doing it and saying, challenge me in court. I mean, I have seen governors do that and that is not what this country was founded on. And honestly, that sets a really, really dangerous precedent here, ladies and gentlemen, because at some point you are going to lose credibility. And I don't know the last time you guys uh, attended a history class, but a government's sovereignty is based completely on society's acceptance of said authority. And as soon as they lose that authority and credibility, literally chaos breaks out. So um, we already know, thanks to the fourth turning, that we are in the fourth turning and uh, we are in this crisis period uh, from 2020 to 2028, which we had COVID happen. And we're seeing the ramifications of you know, printing 80% of all the M2 money supply in the history of the United States in one year. Uh, And we're seeing the inflation and we're being lied to every single day. You know, even this morning, CPI, core CPI came out 8.5%. Okay, that's the CPI formula that was implemented in late 2021. If we use the CPI formula that was used in the 80s and 90s, inflation is at 17% or an all-time high. This is that, that would be the same rate that Paul Vlocker literally implemented raising federal rates into double digits to stop inflation. Well, and I would just say, stop reading those, not not talking to you, mm. but look around you. Look yeah. at what you're paying for stuff. Literally. I don't need a CPI to tell me anything. No, I don't need a CPI I mean, to say gas was 220 last year. Now it's 469. You know, I'm like, okay, that's 100%, if not more. I mean, I'm not a mathematician here, but uh, (laughs) it's kind of like the Supreme Court justice being like, I cannot define a woman. I can't define math. But 469 does seem to be a little bit more than double Uh, uh, 220. So I don't know, but I'm not a mathematician. So (laughs) sorry to get political, guys. Oh, man. Yeah, Uh, we went went heavy on political this. We were (laughs) politicizing. Apologies. Um, Hopefully we haven't lost. Some of you. I do find it funny, though, how like I've had calls with people and some think I'm a Democrat. Some think I'm a Republican. I would say both of you are wrong. Um, so, like, <laughs> You're here. Anyway, so I'm, there's that. I'm an American. Uh, yeah, I'm a libertarian. Anyway, uh, so. Is that an American? Yeah, I mean, I'm an American libertarian. 
So I'm with you. Anyway, that said, this is just a perfect example, this story of Washington trying to create their drone registry that's a clear violation of federal regulations. If you're a drone pilot in, Wash- in Washington and your 401k is not paying out, well, you can sue the government and have a nice retirement payout by challenging this in court. So enjoy. So <laughs> That's yeah. not going to be me, though. I mean, do this. Do with this what you will, right? Everybody has to make their own decision as to kind of your own risk tolerance. Mm. Uh, what are you willing to put up with if you decide to go against this? I mean, it, ultimately, there's a lot of individual choice that has to be made here under the umbrella of what's going on. For sure. If you've got the time and money, though, it seems like a sure win. Um, but that said, you know what's going to be really interesting here is how the various drone advocacy groups respond to this. Well, it's too late. I mean, it seems like there would have been... There, it's already law as of April 1st. I, we missed the, uh, I'm, we, I'm sure others didn't. Well, there are other groups that tout themselves as advocates for the drone industry. But if we look at their actions and not their words, it seems to be quite the opposite. As again, with remote ID, there were only two bodies that came out on the same position inside as us that said, look, federally speaking, you can't do this or this or this or this or this. And ending up, they didn't do it. So, I mean, I think that... Um, Again, I think it's a good point to see the reaction to this from agency groups to see what they're really doing, what they're really up to, where they're really putting their money. Um, because I think that you might be surprised as far as what people are really doing. That said, we didn't do anything about it. But while we do advocate on the show and we advocate with the FAA, we can only do so much advocating before we go broke. And uh, we, <laughs> we, we don't you know ask for donations or anything because we're not uh, 501c3 or 501c4. Or, uh, any of that. So I think it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I would tell all drone pilots that um, you're a, that a government's ability to create regulations has, it has been said before that arguably a government's ability to create regulations is only as good as their enforcement capability. Um, and there's a lot of enforcement going on, uh, whether it's legal or not. Well, that fight might have to come up. But that said, I think it's very clear that the Washington State Department of Transportation absolutely has no legal validity for doing this whatsoever. You can check out those documents if you're a Drone member. Just download the Drone Pilot Field, not the Drone Pilot Field Kit, the Drone Pilot Advocacy Kit. Um, because once again, you know, I need some uh, some regulators and legislators telling me how to fly like a hole in the head. So, um, but sometimes, uh, uh, what do they call it? A lobotomy? Sometimes that's necessary. I don't know. So that's a hole in the head. <sighs> It, yeah, it's just frustrating. I mean, I think of like the mortgage licensing system. Mm-hmm. It's a national system that the states tap into, mm. which makes sense. Yeah. Instead of creating, you can have 50 different, like you said, as we opened up. This doesn't make any sense. Also, the their mindset is very clear. In looking at the purpose where they showcase what UAS um, purposes would be guided by that legislation, this is not performance-based risk standards, meaning that it's a system set up that can expand and scale as the technology expands, evolves, and scales to do many other things. Like, you know, are they going to put in there that you've got to register your UAS if you're doing, you know, a tube inspection, you're flying down 
down into a manhole with an Elios? Is that going to be in there? Is it going to be in there to do drone delivery with, uh, you know, for heart guard or something for your dog? That's what they're doing in Texas right now. I mean, this goes to show their lack of knowledge in even creating UAS regulations because they're not risk-based performance standards. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. That said, I'm going to stop this diatribe because I don't, I have no issue. I have literally spoken with the head of the NCDOT on the same issue, and he tried explaining in circles why it was a good thing to create a state registry for drones. And my question to him was, how do you expect anyone to follow the rules if you don't follow the federal rules? He gave me a kind of weird look. I think the answer <laughs> said everything it needed to say, but he wanted to come on the show and I told him no. I literally was like, no, I, uh, I, I, no. I mean, like you can sit here and try to swindle people and talk them into it. But at the end of the day, there is a rule of law to follow. You expect people to follow the same rule of law for other things. We expect you to do the same. So um, that said, I would love a cordial conversation with anyone in the Washington uh, legislature or the governor to come on and talk about this. Honestly, this seems like a money grab. Honestly, it seems like rent seeking. Honestly, you can't do it on that bombshell. That's going to do it for this show. My name is Paul. Rob. Goodbye. <laughs> do your damn research, you freaking governors. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.